Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more R slash amount of butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button today? Let's crack on with today's stories. Sorry, I, thought I went off on that singing. <laughs> And our first story comes from Terrible Dinner 6795 titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Learning Sign Language for Stepdaughter? I30s female had been married to Buford, apologies if I got that wrong, 40s male for about a year. I brought Jay, 8 male, and Juniper, 5 female, from a past marriage. And until very recently, we thought Buford had no children. We had no intentions of having more kids. As it happens though, it turns out Buford actually does have a daughter, Marquita, 15 female. Her mum did not tell Buford about her pregnancy and ultimately moved states. So he had no idea until she reached out on Facebook. We were a little dubious, but she turned out to be right. Marquita and mum moved back to our state in the meantime and live about 40 minutes from us. She wants visitation with Buford, which he has agreed to. There's no formal custody arrangement between Buford and mum, so it's basically just sporadic weekends and school holidays. Usually, this is just between the two of them, but sometimes she will come to the house and has even slept over a few times. Here's my dilemma. Marquita is hearing impaired. I'm not entirely sure to what degree, but I do know she almost exclusively uses ASL. No one in our family knows ASL, but Buford has been trying to learn for her. Last time Marquita was here, he pitched to me the idea of us learning ASL as a family. The truth is that I really don't know if that is worth the effort. Marquita is present at our house maybe once a month. I would consider it if she were going to be over more often, but I work 48 hours a week and I just don't have time for something like this. I also know three different languages, one of which was in adulthood and it was very difficult for me even 15 years ago. I just can't fit something like that into my life. But I told Buford that Jay and Juniper can still learn if they are interested. The kids don't want to since I'm not and now Buford thinks I'm being ridiculous since I have no other way of communicating with Marquita. I told him we can work something out but he didn't want to hear it honestly. Marquita also thinks I should learn some basic signs but between work and kids even that would be a struggle. Am I the asshole for not wanting to learn sign language? And we're gonna start off with pandas and berries on this one who says maybe a bit unpopular, but not the arsehole. You have two little kids and you work full time. You seem to simply be too busy and it seems that nobody can grasp the fact that two children under the age of 10 are not easy to take care of. Simply you owe Marquita nothing. You didn't birth her, but she is your husband's daughter. She is now a part of your lives. I'd suggest try and clear some hours at work and try to find a class for the whole family. Not every day, but maybe a couple of times a week or even once a week. Your kids are young and it's easier to learn languages when young. I know three, learned all of them under the age of 18. 
you owe her nothing but be prepared to have the world look at you as if you are the arsehole. If you can live with it, have it your way, but quitting before you give it your best effort is a bit low. Heather says, you're the arsehole. I imagine it would be extremely isolating for this poor kid to be over your house and unable to communicate with anyone besides your husband. You should at least learn the alphabet, which is really easy to pick up and encourage your kids to learn the basics before her first visit. This is clearly really important to your husband, who you love, and it seems like he wants his daughter in his life long term. Just a little effort will show both your husband and your stepdaughter that you are welcoming to the unexpected situation. Keyboard Addict says not the arsehole and clearly unpopular. Everyone here telling you what a massive arsehole you are has clearly imagined that the only way to communicate with someone is face-to-face -face verbally or equivalent, which is ironic given that they're all tippy-tapping away on devices. Anyway, you should encourage your kids to learn. Not just for this, but also break their apron strings a bit. It would be fun for them and I'd suggest you get some basics. Maybe send your kids to classes and have them come back and teach you so it's a moment with your kids as much as anything else. I think they'd probably really enjoy that. Astafloro says, although it seems unpopular, I'm going with not the household. I don't think many people here understand what it's like to have two small children in addition to working full time. Does your husband do chores? If not, then the little time you have at home is spent cleaning. I have two small children and I'm in school full time. I do all the cooking and cleaning. Some days I struggle between sleep and showering. You either understand the struggle or you do not. Imgaita says, you're the asshole. One of the biggest ones I have seen on here, like top three. You might even be a bigger a-hole than the dude who showed up to his ex-girlfriend's mum's funeral that he wasn't invited to with a new girlfriend. Shit, I remember that one. Keep the crazy quiet says, you're the asshole. Wow, I don't know if it's worth it. Seriously. My new stepdaughter that I didn't want has a disability, but I'm unwilling to make any effort to accommodate. And as such, I have taught my kids that they don't have to make any effort either. Not only are you an asshole, but you're the definition of a wicked stepmother and a terrible role model to your own children. Formal Fistbump says you're the asshole for shutting this down completely without even trying. Surely it wouldn't be too hard to learn a few words or phrases and go from there. And one more from Sexy My Official who says you're the asshole. What does marriage mean to you? The man you married, the man you love, is asking you to learn ASL for his daughter. He shouldn't have even asked or suggested it. You should have been all over it. If this child doesn't mean that much to you, I understand, but your husband cares for her and damn it, that should make you care. You married this man. That means you should support him even if it means doing something you, you do not want to do. That little girl is now your stepdaughter. Could you do any less to make her feel welcomed and loved? She's hearing impaired and just found out about her long lost dad. Now she had come to learn her stepmother couldn't be bothered to learn ASL just because she only visits once a month. Would you want your own biological children treated that way if it was them? Good grief, you're the arsehole OP. And that was kind of my thinking in this story is that, you know, to me, they are the arsehole. I can see there's some not the arsehole posts in the comments there about having a family and the time to do it. And one even saying, you know, you didn't even sign up to have this child around. But to me, this you just got to come from an empathy standpoint. This person, this 15 year old, who's your stepdaughter is coming into your house and she's going to feel isolated. Again, like one of the other comments said, they're gonna not be able to communicate, although they can communicate through devices and things like that, but not really communicate to their own family apart from their father who's trying to learn. 
And I mean, even if you was to take it slow, I'm not saying to like go to classes every single night and all that sort of thing, but you can find great tutorials on YouTube or anywhere these days where you can pick up something really quickly. That would make the daughter feel welcomed into the family and a part of the family and not feel so isolated. Picking up these little phrases like, hi, how are you? I just done that myself on Google a moment ago and I'm doing it as I speak. <laughs> I understand, you know, time is precious and, and we have little time, especially when you've got kids and things like that. But taking, you know, 10, 15 minutes out of your day to pick up a phrase to use with your stepdaughter would be absolutely amazing and make her feel welcomed. And I think it's just all about the empathy from my point of view in this one. But what do you guys make of it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Sad Gal, who says, Am I the asshole for telling my roommate her friend needs to start paying rent or spend less time at our place? So I, 25 female, share a two-bedroom apartment with a friend of mine from high school, 26 female. We've lived together for almost a year and had no problems until the last couple of months. She has a friend we will call Mike. He's around our age. At first, they were seeing each other romantically, but have since decided to just be friends. Mike is at our apartment a lot, like he stays the night five to six nights a week usually. He eats my food without asking and basically laughed at my polite request to replace the food he eats. If it was a snack here and there, I wouldn't mind, but I will buy groceries for the weekend. It's half gone within a couple of days because of him. He sleeps with her in her room, but when they're not sleeping or if she is at work, he's in the living room loudly playing video games. I work from home and he is disrupted during my work hours most days. Again, when I've requested him to quiet down, he laughs it off like I'm joking. A few days ago, we had a rare evening where he wasn't at our place. My roommate was watching TV in the living room and I took the opportunity to bring up my concerns. When I brought up the behavior that bothers me, she apologized but basically said she can't change who he is. I then said, I think if he's going to be practically living at our place and eating my food, he should be contributing to the rent and groceries. She essentially said that was unfair as he's not on our lease. I told her that if that was the case, then he needs to spend much less time at our place because he's not a tenant. She also said he has troubles at home. He still lives with his parents and is unemployed and it would hurt their friendship if she asked him to help out or stop coming around. She thinks I'm being a huge asshole and I'm sure she's told him what I said because he's been really snarky ever since the conversation. Am I the asshole for asking that he help pay to essentially live at our place? I had a friend who had a roommate just like this and apart from it, it was the other way around. It was the girlfriend that was coming round all the time, but she would stay after he went to work and, you know, use all the hot water in the shower, go downstairs, make herself breakfast and sit in the kitchen and like watching like videos online while she was eating her breakfast that she didn't pay for, by the way. And the story got super heated to the point of, you know, she actually had to kick out her lodger in the end to get rid of this person because they were both arguing against it and they started doing petty things around the house as well. But I'll tell that story fully another time. <laughs> so that's 100% not the arsehole to me. They've literally invited someone to move around and I can't believe, I find it incredible that someone putting myself in that guy's position playing video games in someone else's place while the person that invited you around isn't there and being loud about it and then laughing and eating your food as well. Not the arsehole. Get him out of there or make him pay. Simple as. I'd probably get him out of there though, to be fair. Just have a stress-free life. 
But let's check out some comments to see what they say. And we'll start off with Coffee Bean, who says, Not the arsehole. That is some big brass ones. <laughs> to hang out and interrupt your workday and eat your groceries. So your roommate basically hears an arsehole and won't change. I'd be tempted to kick her out. There isn't much of a relationship with her to damage. Consistent Leopard says not the arsehole. Your roommate has essentially added another roommate to your living situation without your consent. He absolutely should not be eating your food, nor should he be there when she isn't. They are both being completely unreasonable. Paul's running coach says not the arsehole. No one wants the uninvited extra roomie, except your roommate apparently. But it doesn't seem like he's eating her groceries and disrupting her workday. OP replies to that one saying, this comment might make me an arsehole. It started as soon as they decided to just be friends. She was head over heels for him when they first met. She has been single for a very long time and I have a feeling she still allows this because he is leading her on in some way. It sucks because she sees him as a genuine friend, but I see him as someone who is using her for as long as he can. Kalexon says, Major not the arsehole. You are paying more because he is there. You know about food, but what about utilities? It is not your fault he is unemployed and lives with his parents. He should probably look for a job to be able to move out if it is such an issue. Coming around is one thing, but living there, hanging out and playing video games during the day while you are working is something else entirely. If she doesn't budge on it, I'll be seeing if there is a new place you can move to if they both want to be roommates so badly. And Bella Luna 2014 says, not the asshole. He needs to go sponge off someone else. I could never understand how people can just be jobless and live off of others. By the way, the reason he has troubles at home is because his parents probably are pushing him to be a productive member of society. He needs to move out and get a job. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do in that situation? Would you kick them out? Would you let them stay? Would you find a, a new place for yourself? Let us know your thoughts and your options in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And our next story comes from Titledle who says, am I the asshole for leaving notes in my personal drawers in a shared bathroom? My roommate's baby mama randomly moved in with us with no warning given to me. I wanted to be nice and get along with her, but right off the bat, she was a bitch to me and started demanding things in the house and acting like she owned the place. I gave over a whole cabinet in the kitchen to her, for example. Anyway, there are two bathrooms, but only one has a shower. When it was just my roommate, we had a system where the countersink space in the shower bathroom was mine and the countersink space in the other bathroom was his. So all of my stuff in the shower bathroom in my own personal drawers, which is labeled as such, 
edit. She is fully aware of the system and knows that the drawers in the bathroom are mine and mine only and full of only my stuff. Pretty quick after she moved in, I realized some of my stuff was going missing, being moved around, etc. I did stuff like draw lines on my shampoo and face wash so I could see if the level was lower after I used it, and it often would be. Once I found a black hair trapped under the lid of my conditioner. I don't have black hair, she does. I really damaged my hair years ago and I've spent a lot of time and money getting it healthy again, so a lot of my personal care stuff is high quality and I spend more money on it than I would have spent buying drugstore products. So, to combat the issue, I stopped leaving my shower stuff in the shower and didn't leave anything on my counter. I stored it all in my personal drawers, which are labeled as such. I asked my roommate to talk to her about the problem, but I have no idea if he did. I also left notes inside each of my drawers, which I'll admit are a bit passive aggressive, but I figured that she wouldn't see them unless she was deliberately looking through my personal drawers, in which case she would deserve it. The note said something along the lines of, why are you looking in here? Use your own stuff, please. Well, I guess she was doing some snooping tonight and got offended when she saw them because she tacked them all to the wall with her own note that said, not necessary, Yes, spelled like that, it was spelled wrong. I don't think I'm the arsehole because although my notes were passive aggressive, she never would have seen them if she had minded her business and not tried to steal from me. She only saw them because she was going through my personal drawers, which isn't okay of her to do. Nothing she could possibly need is in there and there is no reason she'd be looking through my drawers unless she was looking for something that isn't hers to use. But I figured I'd see what other people's perspective is. Am I the arsehole? Double roommate stories. I do love these, I gotta say. And you're definitely not the asshole in this situation. I'm not a hugely confrontational person, but knowing someone, you know, you moved all this stuff into personal drawers that they're only yours to open. She knew that, roommate knew that, and they opened and went in them. That would tip me over the edge, knowing someone was snooping through my stuff and had the cheek to pull out the notes that she shouldn't have seen anyway, stick them on the wall, and then with her own notes saying unnecessary. What the blood? I'll be straight round there. There would have been some ultimatums given that night, let me tell you. And I would either be out of there or that person would be out of there because I, I couldn't, my mind wouldn't be able to cope knowing my stuff if I'm at work or wherever at the house, knowing that person may be snooping around my room. Absolutely not on, not the asshole. Distinct Animal 9628 says not the asshole, but speak to her and draw boundaries. Then speak to him and draw boundaries. Ultimately, this isn't sustainable. Baz the Baptist says not the asshole. The fact that she found them proves that it was in fact necessary. AFK Scorpio says not the asshole, but I feel like you should step it up a little bit and put a little surprise in some of those containers. So she really gets the message of don't touch other people's stuff. The notes were actually extremely nice. And if, and if you're a really nice person, then maybe a house meeting is in order. And then maybe after that, you should do what I mentioned first. But I do hope that things work out, but maybe start looking for another place because it's just going to get worse. Nanny Bismo says, not the asshole, but your next move needs to happen quickly and with conviction. She gave you explicit proof that she violated your clearly established personal boundaries. Call her out for it calmly but directly tonight. Lay down the law in your apartment that she's squatting in. Do the same with your roommate too. OP replies that saying it's so hard to be confrontational but you are right. Maybe I am paranoid but I don't know anything about this person and I'm not impressed by what I've seen. I worry if I do something more confrontational she will act crazy and hurt my two cats or do something like let them out the house. And one more from Dark Fantasy who says not the arsehole. I guess you have to lock your stuff into your room or somewhere safe. 
Now, what do you guys make of this story? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? And what about OP's last comment? You know, she got two cats in the house. There's a potential, you know, for retaliation. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Purple Place 1726 titled, Would I be the arsehole if I told my cousin she can walk to work tomorrow and not give her a ride? My cousin, 22 female, asked me, 20 female, for a ride to her first day of work tomorrow. She hasn't worked in over a year. She has to be there at 8am. She lives about a half hour away from my house and then add another 20 minutes or so to get to her work. There is no public transportation around here. We live too far out the nearest city. So it will be about an hour both ways round trip for me. Her car doesn't run at all and has so many things wrong with it. Her parents refuse to pay a penny towards it and are telling her to save up paychecks and pay for it herself. And they also refuse to drive her anywhere. They are pretty fed up with her for numerous reasons. She lives at home rent-free, gives them a hard time, doesn't clean up after herself, acts like a bratty middle schooler, etc. I told her I would help her out and take her to work, but she needs to be ready by 7.30 because I plan on leaving my house around 6.45 to 7. She said she doesn't want to be there on time like a weirdo and asked if I can come closer towards 8 and she doesn't want to get up earlier than she planned. I said no, I will be there around 7.30. I'll be getting up earlier than usual to come pick you up and I also have to get ready for work and be at my own job by 9. She asked what time I'll be picking her up because the lady told her she will be done by 2 and I said I will get out at 5 and cousin wants me to leave early tomorrow because she doesn't want to sit at her job waiting around for hours. I told her I'll see what I can do but I'm not making any promises. Then tonight she made Instagram posts making fun of my car. 2004 Chevy Cobalt. For how old it is and how there is no work in heat or AC and how she has to wear a heavy hoodie tomorrow morning so she doesn't freeze because I'm too cheap to get my car fixed. My car is scheduled to get fixed in December. I don't like the fact that the heat and AC didn't work but I deal with it. At least my car runs unlike hers. Look, I didn't pick my car. It was given to me but I am thankful I have a running car. I want to tell her I don't appreciate you making fun of my car when yours doesn't even run and you have nobody else to take you. I was being nice by trying to accommodate you and this is what I get. You can have fun walking to work and back tomorrow because I'm no longer interested in having you in my vehicle. Now, there's a bit of this that really confused me where you said I would help her out and take her to work but she needs to be ready by 7.30 because you plan on leaving your house at 6.45 to 7 and she said she doesn't want to be there on time like a weirdo. Did she, does she actually mean on time or like doesn't want to be there way too early? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me with the rest of the entitled attitude in this post that, you know, she doesn't want to be on time, which in which case I wouldn't worry too much about picking her up anymore because she's going to lose her job pretty damn quick. And this is an adult, you know, that's happy. And it sounds like, you know, she's living rent free, giving her parents a hard time, doesn't clean up after herself and is an absolutely bratty person. And then being rude about your vehicle, which you're very appreciative of. You know, you've got a working vehicle. It has no heat, it has no AC, but it gets you from A to B. And that's what's most important in a vehicle, right? And this person, this entitled person, has the audacity to treat you like that. Absolutely not the arsehole. And I wouldn't want someone like that in my vehicle either after they just, you know, bashed it online. <laughs> Walk to work then or take your vehicle. I'm sure someone will push it along for you. But in some ways, I kind of see this as, you know, this is a great opportunity for that cousin because then they didn't have to go to work because no one's going to take them. Perfect. 
But Memily says, not the arsehole, she's 22 and doesn't understand that it's important to be on time for your first day of work. You won't have to worry about this for long. She'll get fired in no time. Nana Nancy says, and quotes, she said she doesn't want to be there on time like a weirdo. Then says you won't have to worry about her needing rides for long with that attitude. Quotes again saying, you can have fun walking to work and back tomorrow because I'm no longer interested in having you in my vehicle. Then says, way to go. I'm not sure if I would have been that polite. Not the asshole. Stranger55 says, if I'm reading this right, she wants you to refuse to give her a ride. She doesn't want to have a job. She wants to continue to leech off her parents. You're playing a part in a play, a dramatic production, and regardless of whether you refuse the first ride or any of the subsequent rides she would expect from you, it will be your fault that she couldn't keep her job because you wouldn't give her a ride or you wouldn't keep giving her a ride or she lost her job because she was late on the first day, but you refused to bait on that branch of her plan. As you may have guessed by now, I know somebody like this. You heard it here first. Ooh. And Ninja Baba Mama says, not the asshole. Next time you see her, hand her a bag of marshmallows. Tell her, since you like to burn bridges, I thought you could roast these instead of my car. <laughs> and Nolan says, you would not be the asshole. Wow, she sounds like a real charmer. I would comment on her Insta for the world to see. Don't worry about the hoodie tomorrow, because since my car isn't up to your standards, I won't bother picking you up. To which people reply, this is the way. <laughs> now, what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts on all of today's stories? If you choose to share them, I would love to hear them. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved every single day, liking, subscribing, being absolutely awesome. I can never thank you enough for what you do. You're absolutely amazing. Do not forget that. Have a skip in your step today and I will see you <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 